disciples themselves tried to stop the children from coming to Jesus. And he chastised them. He said, for these are like the kingdom of heaven. Unless you have a, a, a belief and a faith like a child, you and I will not enter into heaven. Because it's all founded on faith. The Bible could be filed away in a library under fiction. Unless you believe in the Lord Himself and the writings that are in here. Unless you believe that God had, had provided the very words we read through those that wrote the books, that He inspired their hearts and their hands and the words as they wrote it out. Unless you believe in that, this is just another book. But those of us that do believe in it, it changes our life. It is a road map. A road map for us, no matter what our age is in life. The young people, they face challenges all the time. You are their role models. You face, you face troubles and trials all the time. They look to you for guidance and direction. You seek it from God Himself. And God hears us. When we study the Old Testament, we know that David was very young. Very young when he killed Goliath. He had experience out as a shepherd. As a, a shepherd boy. A humble shepherd boy. But in those experiences he had out there taking care of the sheep, he learned how to use a slingshot in a very devastating way, a very deadly way, to protect, to protect the sheep. You and I so many times are just like those sheep. We need protection. We find that we get into situations that are over our head. And we have to figure out how do we get out of it without drowning. Don't you know that there are just thousands of individuals down on the coast this very moment that are wondering, how do I get out of this? How do I put it all back together? It took me a lifetime to put this together in one storm, just a matter of minutes or hours, and I've lost it all. But those that believe in Jesus Christ, they know they have not lost it all. Jesus Christ is, is our source of strength and courage. Each year that we have challenges in our life and we are able to work through those challenges, we have more confidence for the next challenge. We say, okay, I've been through this before. I can handle this. God and I can handle this. For we are never alone. doesn't say it's easy. Never. It does not say it. Jesus never promised it. The, the Word never promised it. But it did say that you will not have to walk alone. 1 Timothy the fourth chapter, the eleventh verse, says, this is Paul, his instructions to Timothy. 
who was a young man. Command and teach these things, Paul says. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. There's no reason that a young person cannot have great responsibility. There's no reason why a young person cannot be a leader. It happens, it happens in every corporation. You see these young individuals that are already co uh, corporate exec in big companies. And Timothy is asking that in the church as such that the young people also stand up and be responsible in some way or another. But take some responsibility and don't let people talk down to you just because you're young. Because if you speak with wisdom, you're going to be respected. You're going to be respected for your knowledge and your energy and the example that you're setting. We are blessed to have individuals like that in this congregation. And I'm sure in every congregation in this community, there are young people that are taken hold. And without them, there would be a real void in the ministry of that church. So the young people are such a blessing. And Timothy was instructed to be very responsible as a young person and to earn that respect. In the book of Psalms, the Old Testament now, the other was the New Testament. What, chapter 121, verse 1. I lift up my eyes to the mountain. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and of earth. You wonder where David got his strength, his courage? It's just there, right there in the Scripture, in the Word, that he got it from the, from the Holy Father. In the book of uh, Psalms, once again, the chapter 139, Verse number 13 and 14. David is saying, But you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that, and I know that full well. David had no doubt who was his creator be in the very body that he had. All because of God. We know that in churches, as in any other organization, whether it's city hall, whether it's the uh, hospital, whether or not it's the library, uh, anywhere, that individuals are involved, there are individuals with certain responsibilities. And yet the Word tells us that each portion of our bodies is as important as the other part of our bodies. So, when we look at a body of Christ, each and every one of us here have an important role. Just like your physical body 
your fingers, your toes, your hands, your arms, your ears, everything has a very important function. And as a body of Christ, we are individuals, but yet we are one body. Frequently you'll hear something said like, they're a member of the Baptist church, talking about one body, or the Methodist church, or First Christian church. They're talking about a body of people. Now they may go on and say, this person works with the youth, so that's just one part of the body. Does that make sense? We're all one body, but we're also very important, as all of these young people are so very important. So many times we can learn from them. So many times through their experiences or our experiences with them, we learn something we didn't know before. Because their life is certainly a lot different than the life I grew up with. In Mark, the 10th chapter and the 14th verse, it says, When Jesus saw this, and it's going back to the children being, I'll just go back one more verse, it'll explain it. The 13th verse. People are bringing little children to Jesus to, for Him to place His hand on them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, He was indignant. He said to them, Let the little children come to Me, and do not, buy, do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. You know, there's a real difference in being childly. There's a real difference in being... What am I trying to say? Childish. There's a real difference in being childish and being like a child. Uh, Nikki and Paula, I know y'all don't let me mention you, but I, when I see those little ones come running up and hugging you, that's being as a child with total love and respect for you. They're not inhibited at all. They, that love just flows. And we're to do the same thing with our Master. We're to show our Master the same kind of uninhibited love. Not to be nervous, not to be scared, not to be upset because He knows what's going on in our mind and the sins we have committed. We are to go with total faith that He will forgive all sins. All sins. And there is no reason to back up to the back of the line, to the back of the room, because Jesus Christ wants you to run to Him and put your arms around Him. And He will accept you. He will accept you each and every time as you are. But you will be changed once you go to Him unconditionally. When you leave, you will be a different person. When I was a little little kid. I was in about the fifth or sixth grade, so I was about the same age as a lot of these young people. And I had a paper route, my very first job. And in those days, we threw the papers from our bicycles. And I had a friend of mine that was helping me that day, a guy in my classroom. He'd never had a paper route. So he had one side of the street, and I had the other one, and I was just telling him which house, to, where to throw the newspapers. Well, while I'm doing that and pointing out, I run right straight into a parked car. Heather, that's not nice to laugh at me. 
And over the handlebars I went, face first, into the hood of that car, and this old boy was crying like a two-year-old. I mean, I was laying there on the pavement, just crying. This was about four doors down from where I lived. And I have no idea, A, how my mother saw this, or B, how she got to me so quickly. But the next thing I knew, my mom was embracing me and I was just sobbing. I equate that to our Heavenly Father. We all have wrecks. We all have accidents. We all get ourselves in trouble. But there is a God that loves us unconditionally and is going to be there immediately just like my mother did, embracing us and telling us that we are loved. Young people, you're blessed. You're blessed. If anybody asks you how you're doing, you can say, I'm blessed, for I have Jesus Christ as my Savior. You are blessed. And the blessing you receive will be with you for the rest of your life. No matter how old you are when you pass away from this world into His kingdom, you will be blessed because you are a child of God. These individuals that have the wisdom to introduce you to Jesus Christ, they too are blessed. That took wisdom on their part. They wanted you to know about the Lord, their God, and their Savior. So you are blessed. You are truly blessed. You have somebody that loves you so much they introduced you to Jesus and you are so blessed because you have Jesus Christ as your Savior. You are blessed.